0: What we're looking at now is a kind of a neat thing. Uh, uh, you know that there's this this road to serfdom in, in cartoons that came out sometime in the 19, uh, 19, late 1940s, I think. I forget now who put it out. Does anybody remember? Uh, well, there's a cartoon version, in a little comic book. In any case, um, so that was that was available. So we just we just put it online. I'll show it to you in a second. And some guy was really intrigued by it, and took this and took pieces out of the cartoon and kind of used Photoshop to to add this sort of grainy, scary look, and added this very scary music you know to it um, well it's ended now um, and and made a really dramatic presentation you know uh, out of the road to serfdom, and uh, sent it to us, and then uh, we were able to just to put it put it right online and uh, and make it available uh, to everybody so. That's that's uh I'll just take it over to the fun page. Here's the road to serfdom in cartoons. So that's kinda of neat, kinda of neat, kinda of neat. Uh, that's from the original print you can see actually. General Motors. Imagine that. <laughs> they were ag- they were against the road to serfdom in those days, I guess.
1: Uh,
0: uh, and, and then right underneath it, uh, we just stuck this little Road to Serfdom video, which immediately brings up this video, um, so, so you can watch it. Um, I, 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 was, I, was, I was on this page the other day, and, and my, my, my son, who hears me say the word Mises a lot, uh, and hears himself say the word Batman a lot, was very intrigued to see the words Mises and Batman together, you know, <laughs> and said, Dad, what could that possibly mean? Well, you know, actually it turns out that there is a, um, uh, a Batman. There was an issue of Batman that featured the story of, of Mises' papers being burned in, in Vienna. <laughs> and Batman comes along and uh, I think he blows up the train or something. Um, it's it's yeah, <laughs> There he is. <laughs> he says, well, he says, well, he says uh, uh, everyone has a right to their own thoughts and actions. Von Mises is no exception, says Batman. So he decides to um, plot the, the blowing up of this, this train that was getting, taking Mises' uh, papers away from his apartment. I mean, it's probably a good thing that, that didn't happen in real life.
1: <laughs> because
0: the papers actually ended up in, in Berlin and, and then in Moscow, so we have them after all. Batman didn't destroy them. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So anyway, what what I like to well, just that, I wanted to point to that road to certain video as as a, an example of how the website really depends on uh, is the collaborative effort of geeks all over the world who contribute uh, great stuff to it and send us their stuff and and we and we put it up. Chad Chad Parrish, who's running our audio video right now, is um, handles the uploads of all. And, and the perfecting of all audio and video, and, his, and because of his work that we're able to broadcast today to uh, all over the world. Uh, so if you couldn't make this conference, you, you can attend it uh, anywhere with, an, with a uh, with a hookup. And uh, just the other day, uh, we were experimenting with these fun little things. I'd just show it to you. A bit, really, pe- this, a lot of people think that you're stuck with the desktop that your computer comes with. Okay, so... I just put this one on, on this computer, but uh, we have many others. Uh, this is the new stuff, and um, let's just look at this. So there's Rothbard, Set SETA's desktop background, and we'll stretch it. And now uh, you've got a very cool libertarian uh, desktop. So, and you might think, well, that's just ridiculous, and what does that do? But. Um, <laughs> I mean, who cares what your desktop? Work? A lot of people care, and um, uh, you know, it's it's very difficult uh, even for me to fully understand this. But but for people under a certain age, what technology you use and how you use it is is a mark of who you are. I mean, it's a sign of 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 uh, your personality and and your values. Um, uh, I know a young girl of the age of 11 for whom the browser wars between Firefox and Internet Explorer are the key thing in her life. I mean, she just has to know how, what the latest data is on all the... It's my daughter, actually. Um,
1: <laughs> uh,
0: but she lives for this, and you know, she makes and breaks friendships over this question. So <laughs> this is the world we live in. So um, things like these desktops uh, are everything, and if you don't if you don't have them, it means that you're just you know in the past or something. You know, if if, if you're doing anything worthwhile, you have to have a desktop. So we have lots of wonderful little desktops. Um, I'll spare you them all. The the screensaver is the next. By the way, the link here is is the fun page, which uh, uh, this page actually became fun after um, I initially called it the fun page, and it only had one or two things like the Monty Python uh, money song. Uh, money, 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 you know that? So that was fun, but it was only fun for a couple of months. So I sent out, <laughs> so I sent out a, a thing on the blog where our fun page turns out to be actually sort of dull. So if you have any suggestions, so lots of people sent in wonderful little ideas to make our fun page more fun. So we got, a, we got these wonderful desktop backgrounds, we got the comic books and the videos, and uh, the saver, which which uh, which still has some bugs. Um, but it, it's, it looks, it's pretty great. It's pretty advanced, actually, because it's a screensaver that pulls live data off the site. It uses so-called web services. Um, very nice. Um, and then we have these little, um, uh, what, what we call here, Mises Institute banners with moving parts. These are banners you can put on your website, the change. Uh, Chad made these. Um, there's two separate banners you can put up. Anybody can do that. We have a random quote generator, which generates Mises quotes. Uh, this quote that you see right up here, uh, from here to here. This is what you know it, it would generate. If you put this little piece of code on your website, um, you can have a Mises quote every time you refresh. And we have a database of, hmm, how many, I don't know, like 9,000 9, or something different quotations for Mises that are constantly you know, there. And it's great. Uh, by the way, um, oh, I'll get to that in a second. Um, okay, so then moving on, we have this daily article display. You can put the daily article on your website or your blog or whatever. Just take that code and put it out right up there. And, and you'll be surfing the web and run across this all the time. Um, you know, there's the daily article. It's, it's fed through RSS. Um, and then a ticker display that has a little ticker. Ticker's very old text, so that's uninteresting. But, but if, you're, if you're just living in, you know, the Stone Age and want a ticker, then that's fine. You, know, you, can, you can get a ticker there. And... and uh, and on we go, all the way down to the money, the Monty Python money song, if you want to listen to the money song, um, if you're no longer bored with that. Um, okay, there was something I said that I wanted to go back to really quickly. What was that? Oh, yeah, uh, continuing with the gizmo report, the newest stuff. That's what we care about. Always the newest thing. So uh, you see up here in the top right-hand corner, um, this Mises quotation right here. Uh, estate taxes of the height they have already attained for the upper brackets are no longer qualified as taxes they are measures of expropriation from planning for freedom Um, I can refresh that and it will generate another one grumblers may blame western civilizations for its materialism and may assert that it gratified nobody but a small class of rugged exploiters but their laments cannot wipe out the fact Uh, millions of mothers have been made happier by the drop in infant mortality famines have disappeared and epidemics have been curbed these are wonderful things. You know, sometimes if a person only reads that, it may be their first introduction, their introduction to the first sensible thing they've ever heard. You know? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, and they think, well, what, you know, what could that possibly mean? So you click on that, and it takes you to this amazing little thing. Um, that quote, uh, the subject was capitalism, and so it listened by subject here. So you get to read all these wonderful quotations by Mises on capitalism all generated by a database, or you can uh, look at different kinds of subjects and go through anything of um, uh, what Mises said on any of these subjects. Conscription. Lots of people think that Mises was, well, that he had mixed views on, on conscription. Well, there's a number of things where he, he associates conscription with, uh, with socialism. Um, but anyway, you can look up any subject. This turns out to be very useful for, for, for scholars. Uh, but what I find most interesting about these Mises quotations, I, I subscribe to these Google News alerts where you get, where Google News goes through, you know, everything printed and tries to find, find uh, the word Ludwig von Mises. And then if it does find it, it sends you an email. Um, oh, gosh, how well I remember uh, when... Uh, and twenty years ago when we would we were curious about where our articles appeared. You had to subscribe to a what was it? Burrells, was that the name of the clipping service letter that we used? Bur Burles, somebody Burrels. Burrells, yeah. And which was just this warehouse of people who took newspapers and they said it with scissors. This is true.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and they'd read newspapers trying to find the word Mises and if you subscribe to them they'd send you a little clipping in the mail, you know, and you paid unbelievable amounts of money for the service. There's a clipping service. Well, I, you know, Google News has, I, you know, I guess, I don't know if the clipping services even exist. Maybe they do. But in any case, so I get every, a, a little email for any time where Mises appears in print. So ever since this crazy quotation machine, is totally brilliant. Ever since it, went, since it went up, I see Mises quotes everywhere. I and mean, they're coming in constantly, you know, like op-ed writers for papers all over the country, editorial pages from, from the smallest to largest newspapers on every topic you can imagine. They say, well, as as Mises himself pointed out, you know, and they have some thing. And you think, wow, this guy is really literate. Well, I could, it's the quote machine that's doing this. It's amazing, you know. So you can, you can look at what Mises says on any subject. As Mises said about Gandhi. Right. Um, so... Uh, that's been a great benefit. Um, <coughs> let me just show you the network. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, the network. Um, uh, the Austrian network. So we get emails all the time, people asking us to link them or somehow be involved with this. And it's not always easy to give an answer to that. You know, what we're precisely do we decided to come up with this Austrian network. This has a, a unlimited capacity for, for putting people who want to be associated with Some of policy students. You can see it's not a student link, but anybody can sign it. You just add your name, and um, I'm going to make uh, David Mindock here famous. Huh? Let's see what he did. Well, he says he's an engineer in Washington, D.C., and he's interested in economics and optical physics. He didn't fill this out uh, very completely, but you can put your blog URL, you can put a photo of yourself, uh, favorite thinkers, favorite books, Everything. So it gives you a little web page that you can use for yourself. And um, it's really nice. We've got uh, 30 people per page and 15 pages so you can do the math. And it hasn't been up that, that long. So it's, it's growing, the network. Oh, what's neat about it is it allows you to email these people. There's uh, a, a gentleman who works at the State Bank of Pakistan. You want to send him an email? There he is. Isn't that great? And look, you can't see his email address. It turns out to be very important because if your email address is published online, you get a lot of spam. It annoys people. You know? So here's, here's a, a system that you can email people without ever seeing their email address and it goes right to his email box. That's it. So all Austrians from all the world can contact each other and, but if you don't want to be annoyed by you know, some, some pest or something you know, then uh, you won't be. And um, you can answer it or not. So anyway, it allows people to stay in touch each other, with each other. Uh, but I, have to say, I have to say something about this. I, I still don't entirely understand this. This is, this is made for us by David Bexler. You know, you know how you go in and re-edit your name? Um, there's, no, there's no username or password. You don't have to register for it. You know, Registrations are just annoying. I mean, they just are. And you think, well, this is... I, I've gotten used to it, registering a million things, juggling passwords, but nobody really wants to do that. Well, this... Uh, what, what this allows is all you have to do is put in your email address. You can re-edit your entry just by entering your email address. There's no password, and nobody knows your email address, so they can't edit your entry. And that's it. I mean, you can't know it from this program. So that's how you, you manage it. I mean, it's not it's it's absolutely secure, and um, there's no juggling of passwords. It, it just it, it's 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 an, an ingenious thing, and it's just and in it's. In its uh, and it's infancy. I think it's really going to grow. What well, you see is the latest registrations there. Um, so a lot of the neatest things are over here under students. Let me just take you over here. Uh, this is our newest, uh, our newest thing. This is the Mises, the Mises classroom, um, and this all began really this summer. Uh, Bob Murphy, where is he? Is he here? Oh, there, Bob. Yeah, Bob. So well, here's what Bob did. He um, we, we were thinking, you know, we really needed some organized way for people to study Austrian economics at home. Uh, we've had a demand for this for a number of years, and my thought was always, well, there's all the materials there. If anybody wants to study Austrian economics, you can go online. I mean, we have about 10,000 entries in our study guide. Uh, you know, you can go through and click by subject. <laughs> we've got 500 hours of media files. What do you want? Um, LAUGHTER but of course, it turns out what people want is organization and um, a clear program that starts from the beginning and takes you through things very carefully. Well, uh, after working here 20 years, it never occurred to me that this was the case. It did occur to Bob. So, um, so uh, Bob put together a very nice home study course um, in Austrian economics that, that is... Um, fifty two lessons uh, and it 's an audio lecture tied to a reading uh, tied to uh, question and answers uh, a, a study guide a sort of question and answer study guide so it 's just great and it takes you from the beginning and goes through every every subject. some of the things we didn't have we didn 't have lectures on, like uh, I think what was the subject we decided to cover? you said well I'm, you said people are emailing me all the time about consumer protection. how do I keep uh, uh, capitalists from poisoning me' Poisoning me with food or whatever, right? So, uh, you know, we all know that capitalists want to poison their their customers. You know, that's, so. But we needed a lecture addressing this, and we had no lecture addressing this topic. So Bob and I sat down, you know, did an hour-long interview. It was great. It was fun. And um, I mean, talked to Bob. He says brilliant things, just constantly asking questions. He says something amazing. That's the way he is. So we put him on tape, and uh, that's one of the lectures. Was one of the one of the fifty lectures, packaged it up, and and uh, into a wonderful package that so has all the readings and a study guide and everything that's associated with it. And we sell it now through the store, but also, um, uh, for the first time too, we have um, um, an a, a, a online classroom, which is the future, this little machine right here. This is, um, this is where you can, you can go, you can enroll and experience a, a real-time classroom environment. And there's ways in which this is better than a regular classroom. And, and here's why. Because um, you can benefit not only from the interactions of the student with the professor that are going on right then, but also the, the archive of last month's discussions and six months ago's discussions. And so everybody can assist each other in this way. Uh, so if you've had a wonderful exchange with a professor on a particular topic, future students will benefit from that very exchange. You don't have to have that same thing over again. And, um, and it's a wonderful learning environment. One of the reasons we hadn't done this up to now is we couldn't really see our, we couldn't think through how to make it really um, what we wanted it to be. And finally, as a result of, of um, our, all of our thought and work this summer, uh, we've gone live with this. It's just the beginning. Um, we've got one course now, and it's the, and it's the full home study course. So you can, you can get the package in the store and go through it on your own, or you can get online tutoring with it, you know, either way, or both. Um, but that's just the first. That's the first of many things to come uh, in this classroom. I mean, there's really an unlimited potential here. We can, we can teach the world, economics, in a, in a real-time classroom environment now. And this wasn't even true six months ago. So you see why I wanted to just tell you about the new stuff. We don't have time for all the old stuff. Um, uh, okay. Adam, right. He's that us. Okay. Uh, does everybody know what podcasting is? Does anybody know what podcasting is? I'll just take podcasting. Podcasting... Um, Oh, there we go, yeah. Okay, so um, the, new, the format that's the preferred format for delivering audio online is MP3. And uh, podcasting uh, does this automatically. If, um, if you have a, a program on your computer, uh, iTunes is one, or if you use an um, iPod, a little MP3 player, that's another way you can sync it up with your computer. Uh, what we do is we send out, we send out these audio files, and they're delivered through um, a technology called RSS, a really simple syndication, automatically. So you subscribe to this podcast, and you get the audio file automatically. You wake up in the morning, and your your uh, your iPod is filled with um, with Institute Mises Institute lectures. You take the train to work, you listen to all these lectures on the way there. And uh, sometimes there've been days when we've sent out 30 podcasts. Sometimes there'll be a few days you go by and we haven't sent out any. But um, you, you can subscribe to this podcast. There's no charge at all, and and I I, I thought well you know this podcast will be a great thing for the um, you know for, for the seven people under the age of fifteen who care about this junk right. But it, it turns, <laughs> last I checked, we had fifteen thousand subscribers to the podcast. So uh, you know everything we send this this goes to fifteen thousand different audio. Uh, thing. And it's growing just exponentially all the time. All the time. What is this strange looking site here? My, my daughter, when she looked at this, she said, Dad, your site's been hacked. You know.
1: <laughs> 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 and in a,
0: in a sense, she was right. I mean, these are, these are two graduate students. Adam's over here. And, um, the two graduates and, and Dan D'Amico. I guess Dan's out of the conference. But what they, what they're doing is they're in graduate school. And they're doing weekly shows about their classes and their experiences in graduate school. And a, a, an ongoing chronicle of the life of a, of a graduate student in economics. <laughs> All right. uh, you think it doesn't have mass appeal? It does. It really does. <laughs> and, so, and they talk about every kind of idea you can think of. And it's really fascinating. They don't try to make it into some sort of, you know, uh, it's not super organized. It's spontaneous. And it's, it's very interesting. It's like... Uh, Reality graduate school or something, you know, uh, it's very interesting. And so these go out every week, every Monday. You get another podcast of of this, and they call themselves the Mises It's it's really fun, and there's an archive of all their shows are, are right here, uh, the current episodes all the way back to the beginning. I don't know. Um, how about some how about some basic data before we let me just say the Mises Institute is a very large site. It's very fast. And uh, for that, we can thank um, a, a particular technology called uh, .NET. Um, I have a, a my my wonderful web developer, uh, David Vexler, is very funny. Uh, I used to think that you should never use beta technology, and beta means that it's not it's still got a few bugs. Um, he uses alpha technology, <laughs> so so we're always on the bleeding edge. And uh, always got the newest thing, and it, ke- it keeps us very much on our toes. But um, as a result of his efforts, the site is very large, but very fast. Um, I already mentioned that we have something like 400 hours, maybe it's more by now, uh, media files, uh, 10,000 items in the study guide. Last I checked, it looked like we had 35 or 40, maybe 50 databases on the site, as it is now. It's, it's remarkable. Um, 18 gigs of uh, hard drive space. I'm just reading off the data that I checked. Average monthly outgoing bandwidth, 400 gigs. Our server company that we use didn't believe me when we, when we negotiated a price for that much. Uh, and let me just say, too, there's a, there's, a, there's a popular understanding that when people use your website, that's good for you, and there's a sense in which that's true, but it's also costly for you after a certain point. I can promise you it's very, very costly for us to to deliver that level of bandwidth. I mean, um, people dragging, drawing down as many uh, files and PDFs and, and uh, movie files and everything from the site, it's, it's very costly. We have to pay for every bit of that. But it's, it's, it's what we do. It's, it's why we're the Mises Institute. It's why we exist. So that's, that's why we do it. 400 gigs uh, uh, outgoing bandwidth per month. Average monthly hits, 15 million. Average monthly pages served, 1.5 million. Average monthly visit, visitors, Uh, 400,000 unique visitors 172,000 podcast subscribers 15,000 I mentioned daily subscribers to the daily article 15,000 we also have many other lists that you can get on to like a store list, a a, a news list and um, many other lists and I I know I've forgotten a ton of things let me just quickly just say something about our publications page Um, there isn't one person who manages the site Uh, Judy Thomas is head of the publications here She keeps all the files for the Quarterly Journal of Austrian Economics um, up up to date. We have complete archives uh, 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 there at at just a click, you can see. These are all wonderful, very fast-moving PDF files. And she keeps the JLS completely up to date. We uh, graciously host uh, recent papers here. Um, We have complete archives of Austrian Economics Newsletter left and right. Left and Right is a journal that Murray Rothbard edited in the 1960s, and, you know, it didn't have that many subscribers at the time, and then after it went defunct in 1968, I'm sure he thought that was the end of it, you know, well, here it is, uh, 2005, it's online, complete for everybody, Libertarian Forum, which everybody was desperate to get for the longest time, you couldn't get copies of it anywhere, and look at that, it's all completely there, um, Dan, who, who works with me on the site, is very proud that this is one of the few pages on the whole site that is uh, W3 compliant. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, it's got not a single font tag, he says. Okay, that's really great. Uh, uh, and then our, our our media server. And there's so many areas. I, I don't even want to get into it. I can't possibly get into it. We, are, um, we also serve up bluerockwell.com content from those really... Uh, from a, a really our uh, RSS page entirely devoted uh, to to Lose Sight, um, which is a which is a, a great source of uh, traffic for Misesorg. and uh, you can go through it anyway. Frequently asked questions, every kind of thing. I've only got a few minutes left, so I'm going to stop. I know you have many questions, so go ahead, please. Anything occur to you? Do you have any problems using the site you want to raise? Um, Okay, go ahead.
1: One, uh, one problem I've noticed is that you use the search function on a page that isn't the main page. Yeah, gets,
0: um, yeah it's, it's, a, um, uh, it's, it's because these little pull-down menus here are, are not uh, JavaScript. That's, those are run with, uh, with um, cascading style sheets. So they can change all the time. But it requires that we uh, be very economical in the use of graphics. And so the, 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 the top thing is just one graphic, and the rest is entirely controlled by, Cf, uh, by CSS. And um, there's some bugs w- to work out in that search engine uh, yet. That it, if, if, you, if you add a, um, a bar like that, then it, it works. But you see what just happened? It didn't work without the bar, and it does, it does work with the bar. So that's, that's just a, the, the trade-off is that there's a few bugs in the search engine and not in the engine but in the display but that's in exchange for which we get these super, super fast pull-down menus. For years people ask, was asking, were asking us to put up a site map. A site map, you know. I mean, that, that would take me like, you know, I don't know, six months, just to do the map and then it would change again. I mean, what do you... Um, well, it turns out uh, our problem is solved with these little... These little um, pull-down menus, which, as I say, are entirely, uh, uh, which are entirely governed governed by uh, cascading style sheets. I know that doesn't mean that much to, to many of you, but it's let's just say it's it's very impressive. Okay. Oh, hey, let let me just say a few few words about this. I can't believe I hadn't mentioned this thing. This is the glorious, wonderful Mises Store, which is just the thing. To go to right now it's our, our customer base is increasing dramatically, our sales are going way up. What this means for us is just that more people are getting our material and are excited about what we're doing it's really ex- totally thrilling to be working in this kind of environment where people are just coming in and buying books we can't even keep books we can't keep books in stock anymore um, I was just talking to. Well, and everything sells. Everything sells. It's just great. People love Austrian economics. People love what we do. It's a great thing to to be a part of an institution that, you know, generates this level of excitement. It's exciting for us. It's exciting for the customers. So we do need things these days, like. Um, uh, oh, yeah. You can see that that. See, everything changes every every time you you refresh it. You know, you've got the, um, and so you can go to what's new. We've got the ability to to. Um, to have a wish list here, and you can go to your account and look at all your past stuff, and look at this. I said this is the geek report, we're going to get all the new stuff. This is the new stuff. This came about two weeks ago. Look at that. So it's a gift certificate, and you can buy a gift certificate for you, for, for anyone uh, at any price. It generates a beautiful little code and a pretty pretty thing you can print out, and this code is not attached to any particular individual. You can give it to anybody you want. Anybody who has the code can use it up to the amount that you pay. And so, if you um, have a bout of selfishness and you decide you don't want to give away this gift certificate, you can use it yourself.
1: <laughs> not,
0: not that the museum would ever promote, you know, greed or selfishness. No. Uh, but, but that's that's what's available. This wasn't there uh, three weeks ago. So there's a great deal of excitement about that. And and of course, I can't shut up about the wonderful memorabilia where offering nowadays. Uh, we have great T-shirts. We can't keep them in stock. They're selling like crazy. People love the T-shirts. They love the T-shirts. Um, there's the Rothbard T-shirt. You've seen it outside. Uh, lapel pins, uh, cups, uh, power bands. And I, I have to laugh about, the, about these things because, um, I mean, when the idea first came up that we would have power bands, of course, they can't be called power bands. We had to call them liberty bands, right? We're against power. <laughs> We're for liberty, so not power bands. <laughs> And, and people said, well, look, those are only for kids. And yeah, that's true. Well, we got them printed. And, uh, you know, the cowman, you think, well, wh-, you know, I paid $3 for that ridiculous chintzy little nothing. You know, what? what's that? But then you put it on, and you think, hey, that's kind of cool. And uh, you always get to read Teenage Shading Molly's. The writing doesn't rub off. You swim with it. You know, go to the beach and everything is still there. And it inspires you constantly. And then you can't take it off and you totally adore it. I mean, if somebody came up to me the night, cut it, and stole it, I would just panic and pay another $3 for another one. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, these things are great. So, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> $3 well we sp- <laughs> uh, Some license plate, frames, everything. We've got four new shirts coming in next week. We've got a, a Hazlitt shirt, a Hayek shirt, um, a Bumbavik shirt. That's going to be a smash hit, I know. <laughs> um, uh, everybody wants a picture of Oigenbaum Bumbavik on a T-shirt. And, and, and then a Manga shirt. The Hazlitt shirt in particular is, is fun because it says, it's got Hazlitt in this very sort of nice style that we're developing here. And underneath it says, one lesson, very obscurely, one lesson. And then on the back, it's got the famous Hazlitt quotation about e- what economics consists in, you know, looking at the effects of policies on all groups, not just small groups, and the effects not just in the short run, but the long run. And that's it. That's the one lesson. And so that's on the back of the T-shirt. So it's neat. Uh, So that gives us six. And I'm out of time. I'm so sorry. Thank you for listening.